Good morning, Grand Rapids. It is 7.54 a.m. on a Thursday, soon-to-be Friday Eve. Just want to say uh, back at it here on the Slicer Anchor Show. This is the Slicer speaking, a.k.a. Jeff Hall formerly. I just want to say that I had a really fun time debuting last night, um, yesterday, as I did my very first show, and I hadn't done really any kind of radio of any sort since college. I graduated from Hope 2011. But anyway, I was just so eager to get up this morning and get back at it on uh, day two of uh, the radio show. Going to try to do another half-hour segment today. Right now, I'm having my uh, starting out my day with uh, gave my uh, lovely lady a kiss goodbye and a good luck day at work <coughs> for her. Now we're back at it, getting ready for work later. And I thought I'd warm up the day doing a radio show. So I'm starting off the day doing that stuff. And from a breakfast standpoint, I am actually having a uh, banana. A banana is actually um, pretty good. It's got a lot of potassium in it. Yeah, that actually fires me up. But what really fires me up is actually drinking my everyday cup of coffee. And that actually adds up to two or three of them a day. I think it's important to to, ha- to add sound effects to what I'm doing. You know, a lot of radio hosts will tend to just use their voice and sometimes make noises unnaturally and intentionally. And then there's just the natural sounds that just come out when you're drinking a cup of coffee. And yes, that was real. As I sip on this Savannah mug, uh, yes, I mentioned Savannah yesterday. Savannah is a fantastic place to go. So many cool things to do. I, w- I will not go off the rails today on that subject. We'll save that for another show. And I do want people to know that, again, that this is going to be a a radio show that I would love to not only talk about sports, but a lot of other fun topics. You know, that the world does not revolve around sports as much as I'd love it to be. You know, you want to bring all aspects, all different kinds of people from all over uh, and every walk of life to, to this kind of show talking about different kinds of things, not just sports. But anyway, this uh, this cup of coffee is really doing a justice for me. It's amazing how much caffeine can really affect the body and your performance as far as how you operate at work every day and, and just your energy level in general makes you feel really positive. I know it does for me when I have caffeine, but it's really, it's really crazy. They, I don't know if anybody's taken a poll or a questionnaire of what would you rather do. Would you rather give up uh, alcohol or rather give up caffeine? And... Uh, I know all of us appreciate a really good cocktail, a really good summer beer. Uh, sometimes you need a little end of the day, uh, you know, you need, need to clear the cobwebs, the rough day, with a, uh, with a nice alcoholic beverage. Uh, and, they, and they use that as, again, people, that's a depressant. So sometimes you just need some of those, you need one or two of those to help you out. But uh, as far as the question goes, for me, ultimately, if I had to give up one, I'd give up alcohol. Caffeine is something that I, I, I absolutely hate to say that I have to have, but it's something that is a, a must-need for me, um, if I may say so myself. As far as uh, every day waking up, nothing better than a cup of coffee and getting your day started, you know? Anyway, enough about that. I um, Last night, uh, watched the uh, Game 3, Game 4. Game three of the NBA Finals between the, uh, again, the Toronto Raptors, Canada's own, and basketball against the Golden State Warriors. And uh, I cannot say that I finished finished the entire game. Um, Allie, uh, her snooze button is usually around 1030. 
and uh, she uh, she hit the snooze button a little bit past her normal bedtime, so I was surprised at her. And uh, I made my way to that as well, and then tried to stay up to finish the game, watch the game on my Roku. But uh, my eyes all of a sudden, eyes wide shut, started the fourth quarter. So Raptors had a lead. They ended up winning that game. I don't know what the score is offhand. I just I just kind of looked at it this morning when I first woke up and saw that the uh, the red arrow pointing towards the Raptors, which indicates that that team had won. So they did win last night. It looked like they won by double digits, if I remember looking at the numbers. It says the Toronto Raptors are now up two games to one in this series. And I think, again, that's really good for basketball because uh, I think we're going we're gonna to definitely see a game six at the bare minimum in this series, possibly game seven, which would be great. I just I just find it that if the Golden State Warriors had won last night, that uh, that really would have um, possibly uh, concluded a uh, a short series, and maybe Golden State would have ended up taking this series in five games. I really felt like that momentum needed to swing towards Toronto to win last night, especially because really their top two players on their team essentially were out: Kevin Durant, as I mentioned, and uh, Clay Thompson with an unexpected injury in Game Two. So those guys are both, according to my friend Anthony, which uh, he and I talked last night. I told him I had a show yesterday for the first time, did an episode, and he is eager to do one with me when he comes to visit me in Grand Rapids. That's that'll be very exciting. Between the two of us, you're in you're in for quite the show. That's I know that's a that's a cliche statement to make, but seriously, uh, sometimes with with certain people, you just have chemistry, connection, communication. And I I use that uh, more so with any with with one person more than anybody else in the entire world. That's Allie. Uh, shout outs to you, baby. But uh, as far as the radio show goes, Anthony and I sometimes when you just click and you mesh, you just know how to talk back and forth. You just know each other, what our thoughts are, what's going to be said next. You just know what to anticipate and, and know what to expect next. So it, he and I would be a great duo. We've always dreamed about doing a radio show together. So I really, really encourage you guys, between the voices, between the voices that we do, between the voices that we do, between the voices that we do, between the voices that we can do together, I can assure you, you'll be in for a real treat. So yeah, check that out, check this out, between him and I doing that, feeding off our knowledge between sports and wrestling, yes, uh, WWE, uh, I think you guys would be really, really uh, satisfied. But back to um, back to the series, um, Golden State, Toronto Raptors, two one Toronto Raptors, and now with them uh, leading two games to one, I could see uh, the series shifting back to a two two series. I think Golden State will take the game on Friday because what? Back to my point, Anthony had mentioned that Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant not playing in yesterday's game would definitely be back Friday. Or for that would be today. Yesterday was Wednesday, so they will be playing. The next game will be on Saturday, and uh, usually it's a two-day turnaround, two-day off, and then they play the third day. Golden State and uh, Raptors will play on Saturday, and that's when Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson will be back. So that is uh, good for Golden State, and I do believe because of that they will definitely use KD's. Uh, Katie's presence and comeback from his uh, injury being off for missing numerous games. I believe his uh, resurrection coming back, playing in the series, that will 
ignite a fire for the Golden State Warriors, and I do believe they're going to take Game 5 and send the series back to Toronto, tied two games apiece, going back to the Air Canada Center, or Air Raptor, I forgot what it's called now, but I think last I checked they were playing at the Air Canada Center, but it's, it'll be back in Toronto for Game 5. Stay tuned, that's going to be pretty good. Must-see TV for all you sports fans out there, and even you loosely casual sports fans. We are now uh, a little uh, at around eight and a half minutes into the show. And uh, another thing last night, and I heard a little bit about this morning, that there was some devastating tornadoes and a lot of people damaged it, damaged with, uh, I think, 70,000 people, or 70,000 people. Better check that number again. But there were a huge amount of people that were affected by uh, devastating weather, tornadoes hitting uh, a good part of the state of Ohio. Um, and again, the bare minimum, severe thunderstorms, damaging winds, and uh, a lot of people had lost power and, uh, and many other uh, possible unfortunate things that happened to people. I don't know if there was people had, had passed away, uh, had gotten, uh, you know, uh, died of a natural, of a natural disaster. Anyway, again, don't quote me on that, but I know that there was um, a lot of tornadoes that hit Ohio and a lot of electrical power was lost electricity was lost i uh i've never really uh seen a tornado in front of my own two eyes um but i've always been curious to see please keep the twister away from me as as far away as possible for the record just because i want to see one doesn't mean i want one dead right in my face because otherwise i might be uh f5 tunneled in that cyclone and just blown away like some of those cows that you see in that movie Twister that was made in 1996. Cow. Another cow. I think that was the same one. Oh, yeah, Joe. How you doing, Joe? Watch out for the suck zone. Yeah, that was, uh, I forgot the name of the actor right now, but uh, he was a pretty funny guy. He wore the Oklahoma cap in uh, Twister. Uh, he was a uh, fan favorite for many people, but I, I love quoting him in that movie. Loser! Move on! Jonas, you late, sweetheart? Let me give you a kiss, sweetheart. Mwah. Loser! Move on! <laughs> anyway, I love that movie. I'm actually going to be looking him up right now. Twister cast, because that is really bothering me who the actor is. Uh, he is a great comedian. And now I'm trying to find... Okay, there he is. Philip Seymour Hoffman. That is the guy that I quoted, that I like to quote in that movie. Funny guy. Twister, though, is a um, has always been a under-the-radar, underrated movie, a favorite of mine. I can always appreciate a good whipping of a tornado and watching people fly around all over the place and cows and what have you. Fly away! Good night! Have a lovely flight! snooze but uh yeah so here we are it's thursday so uh, prayers to all the families and people that were affected by the uh tornadoes that had touched down in ohio yesterday damaging winds again check just better not go by what i say i'm just i'm just giving you a general layout of what happened from what i heard so anyway if you want to take a peek i'm sure it's on the news but here we are it's july 6 it's thursday now can't believe the weekend is, is upon us, Friday Eve. And uh, 
I'm actually really looking forward to doing uh, this show, as I said, but also other, there's a lot of new things happening for me this year. I hate to talk about myself, but this is a, this is a show that I'm conducting, so uh, I, think that's, I think that's part of the deal, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Another thing that I'm uh, tapping into now is reading. Yes, reading. It's a lot, you know, there's, there's people out there that like to read novels upon novels. I do think that's a little bit outdated. Maybe I'm a little bit, that's an ignorant statement on my part. People still like to read books. But I also find that people are just easily amused by the entertainment of TV and looking on their phones and the modern era. And I feel like books are novels, for the record, are something that is still obviously that people do because it's good for the mind, good for the soul, and we must be educated and we can be educated even through novels. Anyway, I haven't read a novel for the really an entire novel since my senior year of high school, which dates back to 2007. Yeah, that's that is, I'm not kidding you when I say that. So, some people probably ask, What the hell have you been doing since uh, 2000, since from 2007 to 2019? We're talking 12 years. Yes, I just did that math. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what have you been doing for reading then, or how have you gotten by college? So, college, gotta work hard, but gotta know the game, gotta know the system. I was one that was very interested in using Sparknotes or PinkMonkey.com. I think that was another website where you got the nuts and bolts of what you were reading. You know, I read short stories and I did what I had to do for getting past long readings that I particularly did not really care to do. But anyway, I don't want to take that negative attitude approach. But uh, sometimes there's things that you don't want to do and you gotta gotta do what you gotta do to get by them. So whatever that entails. But I actually uh, find myself reading this book, a new a novel again for the first time in 12 years, called Trophy Kill. It's um, it was a gift given to me on Ali's side of the family. I actually got to meet the actual author. It was his first book that he had published, and there's uh, a possibility of other series coming out to this book, but the book's called Trophy Kill. Pretty cool title. Uh, I'm enjoying it right now. I'm already in chapter six. I figure I read one chapter a day just to uh, transition back into the, the works of reading novels. And uh, yeah, it's basically about this uh, private detective, um, attorney, private detective, whatever, something like that. Yeah, that's, that, that's two different things. But he is retired out of work, out of commission, and he's taking on this case to find out about someone's husband. And, and then the roots of that, on top of that, in the back of the book, or in the prologue, acknowledgement, whatever they call it, before you read chapter one, it talks about how there's three, three men and one missing, and it takes place in Alaska, in Anchorage, Alaska, and that's kind of where, where, where I'll leave it for now. But anyway, it's very interesting so far. And I, uh, again, I'm going to spare you the details because I won't. You know, I don't want to bore you with that because you may not give two shits about that. So anyway, the point is, I, I am really excited to get back into reading, uh, reading a book, and uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of new stuff coming up. Between reading and got a got a show going. I am now have to finish my uh, nana. Fifteen minutes in the show. Usually there's a commercial break, but since I don't have enough advertisement or enough viewers to get people to subscribe to me to get people to pay for commercials to be on the show there is no commercials yet but that one that soon will happen one day oh, anyway 
We are now uh, a little over halfway into the show, 60 minutes. It's now 8.10 a.m., Thursday morning. I hope uh, all of you right now going to work, commuting to work, is having a safe drive. I'm getting ready to go get ready for work a little bit later. I'm going to go check out an install. I work for a beverage company, and uh, it's a powerhouse name. I don't want to give too much away. Got to, got, to, got to spare you the details on that as well. But uh, as, as the shows progress, you'll get to know more and more about me. But I work for a beverage company, and I really love what I do. I'm in sales, and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, I get to go out and meet owners of restaurants and bars and try to take exclusive rights over the competition. Winning, that's what I do. Every day I wake up, I try to set goals for myself. What am I going to accomplish today? And, uh, yeah, make the most of it. But today I'm going to go check out an installation that I have, I'm converting over from one uh, competition to the other. New restaurant opening in Muskegon. It's going to be opening probably, the grand opening is going to be happening in about a week and a half or so. And I'm really excited to get that because there's a lot of uh, possibilities with that location expanding to multiple locations. And I'm already uh, getting a lot of traction from them. So yeah, that should be fun. Then got a couple other important stuff I got to take care of today. And then uh, after after work, Alan and I are going to go whack a few. And what I mean by whack a few, it's not what you think. And you get you no know, get your head out of the damn drain. Get your head out of the gutter. I'm actually going to be playing tennis with uh, Allie. Uh, that's another thing. But boy, all of a sudden I'm turning a turning a new leaf, boys, boys and girls. Uh, you know, <laughs> he's going to be reading. He's going to be doing a radio show, and now he's going to be whacking a few playing tennis. I love tennis. Tennis is a great game. I I, I used to watch tennis growing up. Uh, my favorite was Andre Agassi, and there would be the big rival with him and Pete Sampras. Pete Sampras is now has someone coming crawling up his sleeve as Roger Federer is still playing tennis. I believe, yeah, he's still playing. But he is like the next Pete Sampras as far as being arguably the best tennis players of all time on the men's league side of professional tennis. But but anyway, I used to watch growing up Pete Sampras and Andre Agassi. So I always had a little bit of an interest playing tennis and watching tennis growing up. And I always loved watching Andre Agassi because when I, as a kid, you're fascinated by those littlest things in life. And uh, you know, as far as like Andre Agassi, why did I like Andre Agassi? Well, he had this crazy long hair. I'm like, I was like, it's like, mom, this guy's this. That looks like a girl. He's got long blonde hair. Is that a guy or a girl? <laughs> I remember when I was six years old. That just made me think of something. I uh, there was this girl who had a guy's name, and. On top of that, I gotta be honest, the girl did not look the most feminine woman you'd ever seen. More on possibly could have been a man. Anyway, so I say that because as a as a young child at six years old, you're playing the you're the playing the innocent card. You don't know any better. You're just flat out being honest. We we all know how that goes. We can't help ourselves sometimes. Sometimes we're at thirty years old and you still ask these questions. And you, sometimes you just have to take a step back and say, hey, should I be asking this? Should I just keep it to myself? But at six years old, you're just, you're just saying what's on your mind. 
there's no walls. So I, I went up to this, uh, this girl. My, it was like a family friend. We, I was living in Wisconsin at the time, in Nina, Wisconsin. It's about uh, 40 minutes from Green Bay, and then family shipped off to Green Bay at six years old shortly after that. But anyway, that's another, that's another story. We ended up uh, uh, becoming a huge Packers fan. But anyway, prior to that, while that was all happening around the same time, family came over, neighbor family, not family, excuse me, a neighbor came over with her kid. Hey, honey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, this is my daughter. Uh, her name is Joe. Joe? So I go up to Joe, thinking, oh, that's, Joe, that's a man's name. That's a boy's name. Are you, are you, a, uh, are you a guy? <laughs> I cannot believe I said that, but you know what, though? I'm just being honest. I was just being, I was just being flat out curious. It was an innocent question. No harm done. Anyway, so Andre Agassi had long hair, and, and I just thought, like, I'm going to cheer for Andre Agassi because he's a guy and he's got long hair. That's a little bit, that's crazy to me. So I had watched Andre Agassi play Pete Sampras, and Andre Agassi, I had seen him beat Pete Sampras before, but Pete Sampras usually had the, uh, the better end of the deal. So back to tennis. Allie and I are playing tennis today after work, and that should be a lot of fun, whacking the ball back and forth. We... Allie used to play tennis growing up. She played all through high school, pretty good tennis player, and now she's showing me the ropes as I used to play tennis as a kid, but not too much. But she and I are doing like a rally back and forth, you know, where you try to hit the ball across the net back and forth to each other without losing rhythm, with keeping the ball in play. And right now we're trying to get to 50. So I think that's pretty impressive if you ask me. I mean, we first we said we got to get to at least 10, and we got to do it multiple times. We try to do it, you know, in sets of five. Five times got to be at least ten, ten uh, back and forth balls in play. And then we found ourselves, we made it past 20. And all of a sudden we made it past 30. And then all of a sudden we got to an all-time high of 43. And oh, the damn ball lost. We lost the ball and it goes off into the distance in the back corner of the tennis cage. And we couldn't get to 50. The competitive side of me said, damn it. We got to get to 50, Allie. No and ifs or buts about it, all right? All right. Mmm. Mmm. I just finished this banana. That's the longest time I've ever taken to finishing a banana. I just, I just can't help myself just being so mesmerized and just so entertained by this anchor up that I'm doing on the second radio show. It is now 8.16, and we are now 22 minutes and 47 seconds in, as we've got about a little over eight minutes left in the show, a little less than that. So, but, uh, yeah, so that was, that's going to be our new, uh, our new goal today is try to get the ball in rhythm and play 50 times back and forth. And then we're going to have a nice, uh, quick dinner. We're going to make some salmon, hang out, possibly get a, you know, a little glance at the uh, St. Louis Blues and the Boston Bruins games, set tied 2-2 series, but we're actually going to be watching this, um, show called Imposters. It's on Netflix. Check it out. It's really good. Uh, mystery. That's where I'll leave it. I'll just uh, I won't go off into a spiel about that because I, I just want to keep growing my subscribers and keep adding more viewers to the show. And if I if I go off the rails and stay on one topic too long, people are gonna fart away. Yeah. But anyway, is everybody on the other line still? Is anybody home? Hello. Hello, hello. Anybody at home? Hello, 
Tell you what, I can't get anybody on the other line. Nobody's listening. But yeah, so that's what I'm going to try to do for the record. I am going to actually get people to talk on this show with me. And that, that will be... That will be something that will be a big part of the show down the road. It could be happening in the next two episodes, but at some point in time, that will become a regular part of my ordeal as I transition into this new radio show that I'm going to be doing here on the Anchor. I got to touch on it a little bit yesterday, but literally bringing people on the on the phone, uh, probably use another cellular device to record people to talk on the phone while I record on this phone, on this phone, rather, and then uh, sit, just sit back and... Let the questions fly, and let's see what people have to say about themselves. All right? So we got a little bit about a little over five minutes left. Again, appreciate for those of you that are listening in on my second show, Back to Back. I'm catching some fire real quick. Put out, put out the fire, Chief, will you? Put out the fire. Chief, put out the fire, will you? What movie is that? I'll give you a hint. The animal's got razor-sharp teeth. His mouth opens real wide. And he eats people if you start, and if you're crossing his path. It's underwater. Yeah! And the guy gets eaten. The director was his first major film, one of his first major box office hits in 1976, 1978. That movie is... Jaws. Yeah! Yes, the movie Jaws. So anyway, uh, that... Movie quote, put out the fire, Chief, is from that. So, yeah, got, got to watch Jaws. Okay, we're going to talk about movies, too. We're going to talk a lot about... We're going to talk about every single topic that you can think of, just to bring, again, everybody in, whether you like sports, we're going to talk about movies, we want to talk about rock and roll, all that good stuff, politics, talk about people's lives, talk about what they like to do, what they don't like to do. Again, you name it, it's going to be on this show. Sit tight. I would love to know if anybody that listens to the show, who is listening to that right now, would make recommendations to me and, and say, hey, talk about this on the next show. I am all open to that. All I got to do is just get some content and just fire away. And again, just for the record, I am shooting from the hip. I have nothing laid out. There's no slated white piece of paper in front of me where I'm looking at bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, and touching on each one, then this one, then that one, then this, then these, then these, and that. Okay, so this is all this this is all from flying from the hip, right from the hip, shooting from the hip. Okay, and I've got a little bit of coffee left, so let me suck this baby down. Okay, I've got one more uh, got one more uh, sip to take. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back on that one. That'll be too much. I got caffeine's kicking in right now, as we've only got about three minutes left in the show. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Show number two, near completed. And now, uh, what do I talk about next in these last two and a half, three minutes of the segment of the show? It is a mystery, ladies and gentlemen. It is a mystery. I'll tell you what I'm going to do right now, actually. I am actually throwing a ball up in the air. Give it a squeeze. It's one of those uh, type of ball, what do you call them? A stress ball. You ever, play, you ever use one of those stress balls? This makes me think of the movie now, The Shining, where uh, if you've seen the movie with Jack Torrance, throws the ball against the wall. For those of you who have seen The Shining, you'll appreciate what I'm talking about. Uh, it's when he starts to go in his danger zone as he transitioned from a normal family man to the Grim Reaper 
as a psychopath. Anyway, he tosses, he throws this ball against the wall. It's a pretty cool scene in the movie. Check it out. The Shining, 1980, Stanley Kubrick, Jack Torrance, a.k.a. the actor Jack Nicholson. Great actor, one of my favorites. So, yeah. So, here we go, baby. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Got a little under two minutes to go. Again, thanks for listening. Really, really appreciate that. I'm going to get ready for work soon. It's going to be a good day. Look at the forecast. Calls for 75, 76 degrees. I hope you've been able to enjoy this uh, show as I will soon release it out to everyone and uh, hope it becomes a nice uh, transition for you guys going into work today. You know, it gives you positive vibes. It humors you. I'm sorry if I didn't humor you enough on this 30-minute uh, segment, but I promise I will. I promise I'll make you laugh. I'll make you laugh. I promise I'll do that for you at some point, all right? I'm doing a little bit of, little bit of it now, but I got to ease into this whole radio show, okay? So I hope I've been entertaining so far. Give me a break, all right? Give me a frickin' break. I'll give you a break. I'll, I'll break your hip. I'll break your leg. I'll break your frickin' leg. I'll break all every single limb in your body. Okay, that's a little bit harsh, but no, just kidding. So, anyway, a little less than a minute left to go on the show. I, uh, I just don't want the show to end, but at some point, you just got to cut the cord and got to move on for the rest of your day. So, we've got uh, 40 seconds on the clock. This makes me think of uh, Apollo 13 going off to the moon, the moon, as they go to the moon and get ready for liftoff. So we got 30 seconds to go, 34, 29, 35, that means we're almost at 30 minutes, 29, 39, 20 seconds, holy hell, this is going to end soon. Ah, People, thank you so, so much for listening to number two of my show. Now everybody have a great rest of your day. Be safe out there. Thank you for listening to Slicer, formerly Jeff Hall, signing out. Uh, See ya.